Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Coming up this weekend, we got Wild Card Weekend. And we got three games in the AFC. We're going to preview those really quickly. We'll have our full breakdowns throughout the week, and then we'll give our picks officially on Friday. And I feel like I jumped on some things, and I'm having second thoughts. I rarely ever do this, have second thoughts. So I like this Bengals team a lot. I'm a little worried about Joe Burrow because the last time we saw Joe Burrow, uh, he was on the field for that fourth down play call, even though they should have just taken the points, kicked the field goal. He He got himself hurt, and he kind of like, downplayed it. He was fine in the locker room, obviously. He was smoking cigars. Zach Taylor says he's fine. Joe Burrow himself said he was fine. He looks fine, but then he didn't play in that meaningless game, even though they had the outside shot, kind of, of getting the number one seed in the AFC. So that was the last we saw Burrow. Also, I mean, like Joe Theismann said it, he's and Lockie Lockerson said it himself, like Joe Burrow is a quarterback that's making his first start in the playoffs in just his second year. I love his weapons. I just, it's hard to trust somebody in that spot. Now, you could say the same thing about Derek Carr, but Derek Carr's been in the league for a billion years. They won 12 games that one season. He just got injured in the second to last, what, week 16 that year when Connor Cook got the start in the playoffs and they lost that game. So I feel like the Raiders are probably the right side, but now it's five and a half. So I missed out on the key number. Yeah. I thought this was going to move the other direction. Maybe Cincinnati would be the more public team because they got Jamar Chase, they got the flashy names. But I don't know. I feel like the Raiders are probably the right side. What are you doing in this game, if anything? To me, this game is so tricky. It was the line that stuck out the most. Yeah. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. And I think what intrigues me is the fact that people are talking about how the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1991. But they're also not talking about the fact that the Raiders haven't won a playoff game since 2002. Mm -hmm. Neither one of these teams is lighting the world on fire by any means, right? And the problem is that this game feels to me like it has the potential, not necessarily going to be, but it has the potential of being like that Bengals home game against the Chargers where they get out to a fast start, the Chargers do, and all of a sudden you've got Joe Burrow coming from behind and the Bengals' defensive weakness to me, and I think anybody could agree who've been watching them all year, is their secondary. Their secondary is pretty weak outside of Jesse Bates. And to me, I'm like, okay, how are you going to stop Hunter Renfro. Right. How are you going to stop Darren Waller, who's coming back? Yeah. Everybody's worried about, okay, Chase, Boyd, Higgins. Who 
we're all, all going to get targets for sure. And I could see this being a barn burner. I could see this being a very high-scoring affair, kind of like the Raiders-Chargers game last weekend. But the Raiders' defensive line is a monster. Yeah. Joey Burrow is going to be running for his life. Yeah. It would not surprise me if the Raiders won this game outright. No, and see, that's the thing. Like, watching that game on Sunday night, too. Like, I went back and I looked at it again last night, and Max Crosby was all over the oh, place. Oh, my goodness. He had six tackles against the Chargers, two sacks. Um, eight sacks this season. And that's the thing. Like the Bengals offensive line is trash, shaky at best. Joe Burrow, as much as I love him, he's kind of like a renegade out there. He holds on to the ball a little bit too long. Like he's a tough dude. Um, he doesn't really slide. He takes a lot of unnecessary hits. So that's the thing. Like if he's under pressure, first start, it is at home. I don't know how they much home so field advantage is going to matter. Though. The one thing that I'll yeah, say is like the thing. Joe Burrow's too. last game yeah, Joe Burrow's last game that we saw him yeah. was coming back and beating the Chiefs after the Chiefs were basically doing whatever they wanted and somehow found a way to clamp down on Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So, listen, I'm probably going to stay away just because I could see either outcome happening yeah. so wildly. Maybe I'll sprinkle like a little bit on the Raiders' money line and then stay away altogether on the side. Yeah, and it's 2-1 to one or it's plus 200 right now over yeah. at BetMGM, so I don't hate that. I mean, they're playing with house money right now. Darren Waller came back and he started to kind of look like himself. Every week I'm like, well, Derek Carr, this has been a nice run, but all he has left is Hunter Renfro, and then Hunter Renfro goes out there and grabs seven to eight balls and He's scores two touchdowns. Incredible. He's been awesome. I never saw this coming from Hunter Renfro. I thought, no, I knew he was going to be an NFL wide receiver like a slot dude but i never saw this coming from him he's become a number one wide receiver i'd love man. to hear next time we should make like notes on the wall for joe theisman the next time if we ever get him again i'd love to hear what he has to think about hunter renfro because right. when he came into the league when he was at clemson he was just like automatic he almost had like sticky sticky stuff on his hands right yeah. like but then you think all right well that's a nice little cute piece that the raiders pick up he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. Now, all of a sudden, it's like he's Julian Edelman awesome. out there. And I, and I love him because he's, like, just a football player. Like, he's ma- he makes plays on special teams. Like, he, he could hit dudes. You saw it on that fake punt yep. a couple weeks back. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, another game coming up on Saturday, the nightcap, also in the AFC. Patriots are four-and-a-half-point underdogs. So here's where this gets tricky because, like, I think this should be a three-point spread. I know Buffalo just beat New England, and I and I guess you could say in New England's win against Buffalo, like, you look at the conditions in that game. There was all that snow. Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. They ran all over the Bills. So that's kind of a hard one uh, to break down. And then the last matchup, well, that's more fresh in our minds, Josh Allen pretty much did whatever he wanted in that game. But four and a half, I feel like the number's off. But I feel like the Bills are going to win this game. They're at home. There is, I believe, in the home field advantage in Buffalo. Bills Mafia is going to be going crazy. So what I did is something that I usually wouldn't do, and I just played the money line. It was minus 190. Um, and I feel like I'm going to do that in the playoffs this year. I started doing this a little bit two years ago and then a little bit last year where, like, if I like a team, I just don't want to touch the number. And the reason is, remember um, the first Chiefs Super Bowl? So, yeah, two years ago. They were down every game, though. They were down to Tennessee. They were down three scores to Houston. Yeah. And I had a big bet on Kansas City, and Bill O'Brien luckily lost his damn mind. He goes for it on fourth down, and then everything just fell apart. But they were up three scores, and I was like, you know what? I just don't even trust the points in some of these matchups. I feel like the market is on. All these teams are good. I just went with the money line. Minus 190. Now it's minus 200. What would you do with the number, if anything, or are you thinking the same? Bills are four-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is 43-and-a-half. You know, the thing that's interesting to me is that these two teams have already played twice before, vastly different result, and you go back to Buffalo, and then you say, okay, well then, do you think the fact that it's in Buffalo you're going to get the exact same result or a similar result to that Patriots win where they got to run the ball and do whatever they wanted. Mac Jones only had to throw the ball three times. 
to to me, I think no. Like I think yeah. Josh Allen has figured out I am the running back. Uh, against the New England Patriots, the second time they played, he had 12 carries, 64 yards, average five yards per carry. That was better than any running back that they had on the field that night. So to me, I think that's what they're going to do differently. I think Josh Allen's going to have these like planned runs, design rollouts, all that stuff. I could very easily see Mac Jones shrinking in the spotlight, right? Like it's going to be, okay, one degree at kickoff. So you're going to have to run the ball. Who knows if there's going to be wind? Would you rather be Josh Allen in that spot or would you rather be Mac Jones? Oh, yeah. To me, I would rather be Josh Allen. He's been in that inclement weather many, many times in big moments. Uh, It often doesn't end well for these rookie quarterbacks. I would probably take Buffalo on the money line. Uh, at minus whatever it is, what is it, 200? 200 now, yeah. And then I would parlay it with the under at 43 and a half. Yeah. And then maybe get a little bit of, like, plus money on it because here's the thing. I don't know if necessarily if I see New England being able to score a lot in Buffalo when the weather's the way that it is and Mac Jones. And, you know, the thing that's an, another factor that we're not really discussing is, like, what is Belichick going to allow Mac Jones to do? And the Patriots are such a weird team because, I mean – um, the year started off, they lose to Miami, and we were like, okay, rookie quarterback, how good's Mac Jones going to be? Then they just go on an absolute terror, and we were like, okay, this is the best team in the AFC. Two weeks ago, they hung 50 on the board. Yeah. Then last week, though, so here's the thing with the Patriots, and I mean, this isn't like breaking news, but if Buffalo goes up in this game, if they could get a 10 nothing lead. Yeah, no they, chance. Like, then the Patriots are screwed, because you saw again last week, and this goes for any rookie quarterback, but especially Mac Jones, if he's dropping back 20 to 25 times in the second half, playing from behind, they're not going to win that game. The Patriots win this game if it's a 7-3 to game. They have the lead. They're able to run the ball 30-35 to times. You know, they go for 200 yards on the ground against Buffalo. They're not winning this game if Mac Jones throws the ball 40 times. You know, Mac Jones isn't throwing the ball for 350 yards and three touchdowns. This is his first start, and it's different from Joe Burrow even and Derek Carr because this is his first start as a rookie. You know, well, Joe Burrow is kind of pretty much the same thing. He's played one year in the league, and he only made it through 10 games last right. year. But I just I can't trust a rookie quarterback. And with the Bills, like I can trust them because they're like this year's version of the Chiefs, where when the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl two years ago, it's because the year before that they had to figure things out in the playoffs and they lost to Brady and the Patriots. You know, yep. so Mahomes like before he had to have the failure before the success. And that's like any sport. I always do this with football, but I mean hoops, the same thing. Like Durant went to the finals, he lost. Jordan went to the playoffs a billion times and got the crap kicked out of him by the Pistons. LeBron went to the playoffs a billion times, then finally went to Miami and won a ring. So I just feel like the playoffs are another beast. Also wanted to ask Joe Theismann about that because we always hear like players talk about that. The game changes so much in the playoffs. And when we talk, I want to know why. Like they always say, and, and different guys give different answers. Some people say it speeds up. You know, the game was just too fast. We hear that all the time. I don't know. It's obviously like more physical, but... Um, it's tough to trust these young teams or these young quarterbacks, and I feel like this has to be the Bills' year. Yeah. For me, here's another game that I think we have no debate about. Eagles are eight-and-a-half-point dogs of the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, eight-and-a-half. We'll talk about that next segment. The total there, though, is 49. I'm very interested in getting your thoughts there. For me, it feels like, okay, battle of the quarterbacks, one guy with a lot of experience, one guy with none. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that one. I did something that I actually hate in that. That, that. that was the other one that's concerning. The the other AFC game, so this is probably not the sexiest matchup, the Chiefs, 12.5-point yep. favorites, totals 46.5. Ken broke that down perfectly. Yeah, like Whereas, like, are you going to overreact to one crappy performance from the Steelers? Here's the thing, though. I may. Um, twelve. Okay, so 12.5 is big. That's a big number. And... um. 
It's a big number. Yeah, but- Doesn't it kind of feel like it might be Big Ben's year to do some things? It's funny because I was rooting. I don't know. I mean, they they even clipped it and put it on our social media page. I was like, I just want Big Ben to retire. Now, I kind of like, I just want this to continue. It's it's almost funny at this point. Like, Big Ben. Commit to the bit, Big Ben. I just mean, keep telling people you're done, and then you just keep playing games. I mean, like, he's beat the crap. They should not be in the playoffs. They should not. And I, 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 I really thought that that game on Sunday night was going to end in a tie. And I know everybody's killing Brandon Staley. I watched it again last night. Did you? I did. You're and, a maniac. No, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't think that they were going to accept the tie. If you go back and you looked at but the if formation, they ran it, but if they ended up not getting a first down there, that's a punt. That's a tie. I just. I feel like they were always going to kick that field goal to win the game. I don't no, know. No, it would have been like a 65-yard field goal at that point. If the, you don't get any the, any uh, additional yards, that's that's a punt. The more I watch the game, like I kill him more for the for the back-to-back plays where he goes for Ugh. it on fourth down. But just the play calls. You have Justin Herbert, who's six foot six. Go quarterback draw on fourth and one. Anyway, I, I feel like I'm gonna have to play the Steelers plus twelve and a half, and I'm kind of gonna be rooting for them. Plus five fifty on the money line is a very interesting price. Yeah, I saw I just, that as well. What the hell are the Steelers? So the Chiefs have been a different team defensively, but they did have that stinker against the Bengals. What is Big Ben in this offense and Najee Harris gonna be able to do against this Chiefs defense? Oof. I don't know. That, Man, you know Chris Jones is coming for Big Ben. That's a gross match. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas.